Well, let's get this thing going so you can spend as less time as possible in the Professor X position. <laughs> Always, don't make me laugh too hard. <laughs> we just need Cerebro on your head. <laughs> oh, my God. I swear to God. You never tighten this thing when you put it in, you just drop it in there. And... Because yes. I don't yank on it like you do. Right. I'm not yanking. I'm trying to pull uh, it up to my no, mouth. I'm why don't you just move this piece closer? I gotta unscrew that whole thing, and then there's no way I can do it. I can just do this. It's got a, it's got an arm. See, on. It's, it's not the forward and back; it's the up that, that keeps messing it up. So we're both short, so that is. I, 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 I'm aware. Also, we're not leaning. Well, you're not like, short. You look. You're not. You're not. We're both not crib keepering ourselves in the <laughs> in the chair. Hey, it's the only way I could be here. Yeah, we we appreciate your sacrifice, sir. And, the clock has begun. Let me know. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you. So. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Let's jump in. Engage. Engage. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Winners Don't Use Drugs, presented by Engage Gaming, episode 60. Here with Zach. Hello. And Nolan. There we go. I'm Darius, and, uh, you know, yeah, we got Nolan back. We got we got we got them back, man. We're we're kind at, of. mostly in spirit. Yeah, yeah. We're back to eighty five percent. You know, <laughs> where everybody's physically here, yeah. but not a hundred percent. But that's okay. You know, yeah. that for the cause. Amen. There you go. See, you go. the only time I get to talk about games, so I'm, uh, I'm gonna be here as much as I can. <laughs> that sounds sad. Stop doing backflips, and you might be here. Yeah. Before. Well, phew, please. <laughs> hmm. He was trying to show us that humans can do a Buster Wolf. <laughs> And I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, nah, man, it's, it's good to have you back in the building. Yeah. Man, we, you know, it just wasn't quite the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if we're gonna we're gonna jump straight into it if we want to kind of you know talk about some we other things. Yeah, we can ease into. There we go. We ease into it. You know, um, you know, we haven't talked about like different games because I know we haven't really played. Like when we started back doing this, we were kind of like playing new stuff and jumping into new stuff all the time. But then the heavy hitters come in and you start to put like hours upon hours into games and you don't really get a chance to look at anything else. Mm -hmm. We didn't realize that like four games came out like around Pokemon, like the week of basically. So like Pokemon comes out Friday and you think like, oh, well, okay. Then like Callista Protocol comes out at the end of the next week. And, you know, we get that. Every you know week, when I do a Tuesday for some reason, after we all got used to Tuesday, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's okay. Thursday it's fine. Friday yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. But every week something's coming out. Right? I don't like that, by the way. What that is not Tuesday. Yeah, I prefer it being Tuesday. Yeah, no. If it, it brings it you worked. joy in the middle of the work week, dude. You know what? That's that is a great point because it used to be like you're already gonna have a good weekend. Yeah, <laughs> the weekend. <that's> true. <laughs> <laughs> Get to play playing a game on a on a Tuesday at eleven thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. Right, it's and it's fresh and it's even if it ends up being not great, it still feels good. Yeah. What, what it makes it worse nowadays is like so, like Call of Duty. You know that first night is going to be atrocious with servers and stuff. So why why make that a Friday night? Why don't we make it a Tuesday night? Yeah, and by Friday, and by, by Friday everything is good. Should exactly. be stable. Yeah, yeah. that and uh, it, it everybody can't play it on Tuesday. No, so even for like your your servers, like as a a. a the company, it lets people kind of ease into your server so yeah. they're not overloaded on that first day. Because in addition to it not working because of all the other technical issues, it's going to be overloaded on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing, there's no way yeah. around it. Yeah, and it's ter- it's just a. I tried to play. Um, 
<laughs> using Call of Duty as an example, I tried to play Ground Wars. I meant to click on Invasion, but I clicked on Ground Wars by mistake because I just needed. I was I was testing out some stuff with this gun and trying to level it up real easy, and um, I went to Ground Wars and I'm like, oh, they're still doing Gumby on here, like it's still stop motion animation. <laughs> And I was like, oh, wow. yep, yeah, I'm, I'm out. And maybe it was just that game, but I just was like, ah, that's sad. Well, it's like Fortnite this weekend decided to do their season turnover or whatever on a Saturday. So. Which is wild to me. Because <sighs> if anybody's, I'm, so I'm, people I'm, not familiar with it, when Fortnite changes seasons, they usually go offline for a whole day. Sometimes two days. So no, it's usually like it's a weekend. Yeah, because they pick a weekend for some reason, and we the first time it happened, we got calls about when is Fortnite coming back. Like we know, like like we had it, like <laughs> we were Fortnite, we were epic. <laughs> like literally, people were calling the store and going, "Hey, um, do you guys know when Fortnite's coming back up?" It's like, but we got the same information and access that you do. <laughs> uh, well, we had a party this weekend, right? So these oh, uh. It's like a football team, and they were celebrating their season. You know, they didn't win a championship, but they were, you know, trying to celebrate the young men's accomplishments, so that was pretty cool. Eh, they cool. don't deserve a party. Mm. <laughs> Champion or bust. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of kids out here like, oh, we How so old were they? Uh, like I think it was a uh, uh, ten to twelve was yeah championship or bus they got to learn early yeah oh, got to <laughs> sow the seeds. <clears throat> but um, we, only, we only produce winners here. Barely not because they didn't, <laughs> didn't win. <laughs> but they were like, it was like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. And usually with birthday parties for us, people start off with like, the kids are like, there's so many different games that I don't know that, that I've seen that I want to play so I can say I played it. So like we usually get a bunch of people trying to play 2K and Madden and then like GTA and, and PC. But eventually we know. They're going to end up. It's going to end up on Fortnite because then they realize, oh, wait a minute. We can all be in these parties and we can all jump in. Even though we're in the party like we're at home or wherever we play. But it's we, just different when it, you're all That's together. what I'm saying. We're in the party and we're sitting right next to each other. We can see everybody making it's plays. It's like that water cooler talk at the next day after. But you get to do it right away after a game. Like Every yeah. time. So It's just different. It's like they, being at the arcade. Yeah. That's what I loved about the arcade. Yeah. So they couldn't. You know, at, after the first hour of, of trying to discover things and, and just clicking from game to game, it's Fortnite time. And I'm like, not. not today, bud. <laughs> and, they, and it was bad because they would just switch to it on, like, the PlayStations or the Xbox. Uh-huh. And when they would go to it, it would just be like their, uh, the whatever the last character that was used in the game, I think. And then, like, it was sitting, like, at a campfire, like, watching the background. Like before, they at least you know you could like fly in and then the thing blew up. But then after that, it just literally is just on like the static screen until they unlock it again. Mm. And so the kids would just—I could just see them every once in a while. Some kid would just be like Fortnite, and I'd be like, "Bud, it's not up." He's like, "I'm just checking it." <laughs> it might come back up, man. You I mean, it could. It didn't though. It really you gotta, didn't. You gotta check. I thought I had saw somebody on the other side playing. It. <laughs> I was like, "No, you didn't. No, you didn't." But. It sucks to 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 have like your game down on the weekend. Like I don't I don't understand the scheduling that that companies are. Picking I don't right. think these companies. I, I don't know. They either they don't think about it, or they just. Because for all we know, know, like like Epic, they they might have like a continuous like work schedule where it's not like 
we think about the Monday through Friday type of thing, they might not be even looking at it like that because their game never technically cuts off. So, like, they might be scheduling shifts and people working yeah. that it just happens to be where yeah. it lands on, like, this is when we got everything else done. Ready. Or they, yeah, they might have just been waiting on stuff to get done and then something got done and it got greenlit. Okay, do it when two days after this is done. Well, they just happened to fall on. Because it was a weird day. time, too. It was like it was like it started at, like, 4 Eastern on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like it's like a, you know, we're gonna because usually like if server maintenance, for example, usually they're like, all right, so look from three in the middle of the night. three a.m. to 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 nine a.m. Mm-hmm. We 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 down on Wednesday or yeah like yeah, yeah. There's nothing we can do, but this may just be like it just failed this way, like prime time, gaming time for it's, kids, especially if it's investment <laughs> for a Fortnite's target audience or at least who one of their biggest customer bases mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my daughter texted me and was like, "This is whack." Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, they're like, oh, okay, instead of $2.1 billion, we'll, we'll we'll make $2.095 billion just because a few, few few folks got mad. Sorry. No, because the surge <laughs> after the season starts again will compensate for that few hours of being down. Yeah. And everything I saw from it, I don't know if you guys seen it, um, like basically from a visual aspect, it looks like you can make the game look really, really good, but you could also still run it. Like you know, it's like if the, like if you don't have that capability in your PC, you can still it still looks like Fortnite to you and runs runs fine. Oh, so so, yeah, so they the, added like new effects and stuff. Yeah, a lot of like high fidelity stuff and like all of that. So you can really because Fortnite was never like a graphically intensive game no. from a hardware standpoint, but now you can like if you have good hardware, you can make yours look really really good. Real time reflections. And- mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But speaking of new releases, I did get a chance to play because when I brought up the thing about a bunch of games coming out, we had uh, Need for Speed Unbound, which I still hadn't got a chance to play. But then Callista Protocol and then um, Marvel Midnight Suns. Midnight Suns, yeah. Um, so I played it. Mm-hmm. Played a handful of missions on I think I played like two prologue missions and like three actual combat where you could die missions. Okay. There is no need to bu- to put in deck building aspects in a tactical game because the tactical like like it almost feels sometimes that like these companies are over complicating something that doesn't need over complication e- at least in that manner mm-hmm. like you can add new layers to tactical combat without doing something as potentially shallow as a deck building thing. Cause you like their deck builders that are really, really good. But then there are a lot of times where it's like, it's a shallow mechanic and it's still just numbers and attacks. It's like, you basically made me have mana in a different way when you didn't have to do that. But one of the things that scares me about that game is that it has a store and it has its own currency. And that part makes me think that like you, you haven't learned from Avengers. I got to play it more to make sure of exactly what it offers. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, when I first started playing, I couldn't access the skins that like, cause they give you, you know, some costumes when you get the game or whatever. I couldn't access those yet, but I could access the store as soon as the game was on. Like you, you, you already trying to sell it, sell me extra stuff when I just bought the game, but I can't even get access to the stuff that you told me I was getting for pre-ordering the game. Like it just feels a little weird, and I and I that that part makes me kind of sad because there are some good, there's some really good things about it. Actually, I really like 
the uh, approach they took with the characters because obviously it's a little different now with Marvel stuff when you have the MCU such like now becoming the default version of Marvel for a lot of people. Yeah. And I know a lot of times people are even thrown off like the like the Avengers for a reason that wasn't their own fault. They got, you know, kind of uh, railroaded in the visual departments when they first showed the game because they were like, I ain't Chris Evans. It's like, well, no, no. The, it's Captain America. Captain America looks like a bunch of random bl- blonde hair, blue eye, white dudes. Like yeah. that, he's Captain it's America. Steve Rogers, Captain America. Yeah, Steve yeah. Rogers. Like it's it, Chris Evans isn't Captain America. Steve Rogers is, and he looks like you know every man. Uh, but the visuals on this game, as far as w- what they made the characters look like, I, I really liked. Like Iron Man didn't look like too. The Marvel thing sometimes gets overly shiny. Like with mm-hmm. the designs, like sometimes the designs are like extreme to a degree, and I felt like it was more like um, animated series style, which I which is my personal favorite like visual style for Marvel characters or comic book characters really in general is like what did their cartoon look like? Because that's how I was introduced to a lot of these characters from not just uh oh yeah he's a com like Batman I wasn't reading Batman comics as a kid, but I got to see the animated series, so that's how I know Batman. Um, so yeah, I like like the visuals on it. I do like the way like you can. There is some strategies you can do with the moves, and I and I didn't get far enough to where I could customize my team completely. Like I don't have everybody that's probably in the game yet. Oh, I'm sure not. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm sure that there's some really cool things you can do strategy wise with the different uh, characters because they have like not social links but a social link aspect. Um, but the game has been pretty cool. I just we always don't need you. Every game doesn't need a service after it releases. It doesn't need a, a second way to generate money. That's not like DLC or expansions. Yeah. Games do that nowadays. Uh, they're so expensive to make. True. True. Well, yeah. <clears throat> they just, some companies just don't do it correctly though. Yeah. And then well. that's the thing is that if you, if you do it right, like this almost sounds greasy, but it, it, it really isn't. If you do persistent, Things after a game's release correctly, nobody feels shortchanged or cheated. Like the consumers will give you the money if we feel like what we get in return is enough mm-hmm. and it makes sense for this product and this experience. When you shoehorn stuff in, then it feels greasy on top of like if somebody's iffy about your game, they well, probably not going to invest in it because the information is too available that this exists now. Definitely. Speaking of which, that's what kind of leads us into our yeah. yeah, yeah. As I was talking about, <laughs> we want to talk about DLC. So before we jump into the nitty gritty, that's right. I said that. I have some factoids. Oh, <laughs> he can't pull it off the top of his head like you know him, but he can. Oh, he like, can get him. Oh, I, there's some stuff I can pull off. All right. <laughs> all right. I know the whole history. <clears throat> I'm going to ask you guys questions. I'm going to let you try and guess this stuff. What is the first game to offer DLC? Well, he already said that he had new, so take I, it away. I don't know the game, but I want to say it was an Xbox game, an original Xbox game, right? No. It's a PC game, isn't it? Yes. Now, we see. so so here's my, here's my question before we go any further, because this was one of the things that I had thought about when I did my research, yeah. which, which was... Expansions and DLC. Well, see, that's yeah. Because the, dif- the difference they, they start getting 
muddy after a while. Yeah. As the internet becomes more available. Yeah, because it's... Us. Are we are we counting in it for this purpose of this question? Is it an yeah. expansion that was considered that's considered no. DLC? No, because so like back in the it's day, it's something you have to download. Have to to download. Okay, all right. Because an expansion back in the day, you had to buy them from the store, like they were on disc. Yeah, so, and and yeah. you you were required to have the base version of the game for yeah. expansions yeah. to work. DLCs technically not um, not always required. I mean, well, um, yeah, you do. in order to. To access the DLC, you usually have to have the game, yeah. But yeah. well, they start to become like standalone stuff that comes with it because then you start getting like Blood Dragon and all of that. They're they're add-ons to a game. Well, I I feel expansions are yes, they do require the original game, but they're much more than just add-ons. Yeah, yeah. So the first the first game, so it's not an Xbox game. It's not. Yeah. An Xbox. So PlayStation, it is a, it's a PC game. Oh, console wise, like technically Dreamcast has some DLC too, but either yeah. way, um, I was going to get to that next. Oh, sorry. Uh, Diablo, no. Uh, Quake, no, no. Okay, yeah, I don't think you'll get it. So okay. don't worry about it. Uh, Total Annihilation in '97. Okay. Ooh, well, <clears> every it? month they offered free units that you could download. Nice. Oh, huh. so they were the technically the first game to have DLC. The strategy game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get every month you get access to free units that you can download and add to your game. Oh, that's wow. pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, that was back in 97. Mm-hmm. So technically, downloading stuff was first introduced with the Atari 2600. Wow. You could download full games using a telephone. Oh, line. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. yeah. But it, but it's not technically DLC. You're actually downloading full You're games. You're actually downloading the full yeah. game, yeah. Kind of like the, uh, the, the Genesis channel. Yeah, yeah, the that Sega was mentioned. Channel. Sega Channel. Yeah, that was yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. as well. It was similar, it was in similar fashion. Oh, we as the begged Sega our channel. mom to get it. For the great. Us. Listen, I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> and like pre, like I almost want to say Game Pass, dude. I didn't even know about this Sega, Sega Channel. channel. Oh, listen, I knew about it. My, I'm telling y'all, my cousin had Sega Channel, and it was it was the first time I've ever stayed up like a full 24 hours <laughs> playing games. Like, like. I was up until noon the next day because it was it was like fifty games. Yeah, it, was like, it, it, it was basically like Game Pass. It, it it really like, was just like yeah. here's all the games you 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 can play, and it was stre- and it was streaming. It, yeah, and it was like there was no there was no slow to oh my goodness boy I played the Flintstones game I was playing games that didn't even, I knew I wasn't gonna like playing <laughs> Arrow to Acrobat. <laughs> Loaded up, loaded so up. First home console which you kind of mentioned to have DLC was the Dreamcast. Yeah. Followed by the Xbox and then the PS2. Yep. It's mostly cosmetic stuff on Dreamcast. You know, couldn't download big old files. And the Xbox itself had a hard drive. So it was easy. That hard drive was such a. a Yeah, because I think Halo 2 had DLC. Yeah, it did. That was was the first game to have it, yeah. You don't need no. Well, you still had memory cards, which I thought was very like Microsoft was giving you as much as they could give you, even though, like for example, the memory cards, we're nobody using those for real. No, but the fact that it's you true, could they gave us memory cards all the way up through the 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had dedicated yeah. memory cards, basically. Now everybody just uses USB drives, but yeah. true. Um, I, I think I think switching to like non-proprietary stuff has been a smart thing that most most companies have tried to do, except Sony. Well, I mean, they create the proprietary things like the Blu-ray. <laughs> and charge you know? it like five times more than, oh, anyway. Well, go back to Microsoft with their HD DVDs then. Uh, oh, that's right. Nobody uses them. <laughs> hey, porn picked it. 
It was the first yeah. time porn yeah. picked something that didn't win. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I thought, no, I thought porn went with the Blu-ray. That's no, why it won. They went they HD went, DVD. Because Sony was being weird. Yeah. They strong-armed everybody this time. It worked, though. It did. It worked. It did. So You could buy a Blu-ray player. You could. Or, I'm just saying this, buy this PS3. You know. <laughs> There's the cheapest Blu-ray player on the market. Dude, the Blu-ray that, players was wild back wild then. Wild to me. Yep. How much Blu-ray players were back then. Like, it was not uncommon to see... Special nine hundred ninety nine dollars for a Blu Ray yeah. player. Yeah, it was that was wild, and it was only like a hundred movies at first. Well, like, even when it was happening, I thought it was crazy. Like, why in the world would anybody buy a dedicated Blu Ray player for four times the amount they could buy wow. a PS three for? I remember when because the PS three was expensive. I remember when DVD players came down below five hundred bucks, and folks were like, hmm, "I might actually want to get one of those now." So those things were like sixteen hundred to. Twenty twenty five hundred dollars for what DVD for, player? Yeah, were they? DVD, yeah. I guess I was too young to remember. Let me that. let me tell you how we got our first DVD player. It was in it was before we got before I got a PS two. So this is like two thousand one, and the reason how we got one for less than like what you're talking about was it was a TV, and it, it was a, it was a it was built in, but it had a VHS that was built in, and mm-hmm. somehow it made it like the value of it, like the cost of it, go down dramatically. Hmm. So it was, and it was a um, tube. Uh, yeah, it was a tube, and it was a floor, like a display one. Oh, okay. So they were like, yeah. I think my dad ended up. It was only the, the TV was like a what's that, thirty, thirty something, thirty four something like that. You know, they had weird box shape uh, mm-hmm. inch sizes, but yeah, it was pretty decent size yeah, TV, but not TV. But it was uh, I was like, my dad was like super excited because, since I tell you some of the things that my dad did. <laughs> He was like, I can rent DVDs and record, and record them, them to them VHS. VHS. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he was super excited about it. Because <laughs> my dad, before our, um, our, house, our house burned down, my dad literally had like 400 VHSs. Like my dad was like super into collecting movies. And so he was like, I could expand my collection even further mm-hmm. at a fraction of the cost because I could just tape, you know, VHSs. So, yeah, yeah no, they were super expensive. All right, but back to this. That's DS. what we used to do when I worked at movie gallery. Really, we would uh, we would rent we rent the movies for free. Yep, and then we'd burn them to a disc. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so we I had a huge movie collection. Man, movies will get you through. Like, unfortunately, sometimes gaming isn't as easily accessible, mm-hmm. and especially as a kid, when you just need some, you needed some entertainment. You'd be like, watch these movies for a little bit. Yeah, we watched a lot of movies in college. Um, mainly because when well, we also played a lot of games because we could rent them for free when we worked at movie gallery, so that was like a really Rack, cool gig. Racking up, and then and then rental places kind of slowly went away. because yeah. <laughs> it's because of download. You could download yeah. stuff, man. You didn't need to, you know. Digital and renting streaming. Feels, digital renting feels so weird. I've digitally rent rented like four movies, and it always feels <laughs> odd to me. But I do it because they're always like a dollar to rent it. Yeah. And then it's like $11 to buy it. It's like, but, but I, I kind of just want to watch it now. I can watch it one I, time. The only time I've ever rented something like that, it was on accident. I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up and some movie that just went on demand was on my TV. I'm looking at it like, what channel showing this? This just was. And I looked down and my elbow was on the re- re- remote control. <laughs> I picked it up and I hit exit and it was like, you still have, you know, 23 hours to watch this or something. I'm like, yeah. Oh, 
I had to go tell mom. <laughs> hey, uh, I, so I fell asleep, right? <laughs> she like likely story. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I started. I, it's the longest yard. It's the remake. It, I mean, it's a good movie. I just, I wish I could remember what it was because it wasn't. It wasn't anything nobody wanted to watch. That's how she knew it was a mistake. But I, somehow in my sleep, I must have hit. I hit the right combination of buttons and I rented something. <laughs> but anyway, I rented a uh, Street Fighter the movie because I wanted to watch it here, like, and it was like like the. Yeah, the live action. Yeah, it was before like it was on a streaming service. So it was like sometimes movies go through these weird like it's not on anything for a minute and then it goes back to being on something. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to pay for the license. Exactly. So it was like, man, I really want to watch this. It's not on anything right now. It's like it's a dollar on YouTube. <laughs> All right, let's watch it. And then after that, we end up watching Mortal Kombat, which at the time HBO Max wasn't out, so it was Mortal Kombat was on nothing. And then, so I ended up renting another movie. And then recently, I rented The Great White Hype because that's a great movie and people should watch it. What movie? The, the great, great White, White Hype. Hype. Samuel L. Jackson, Damon Wayans, and uh, he, uh, Damon Wayans plays a boxer and he he's the heavyweight champion and they, they don't have anybody for him to fight because he keeps beating people too fast. So they create, so they ask, first they ask the question, what's the highest grossing boxing match? And you can think of some that you may have heard of and it's not those. It is uh, James Cooney versus Larry Holmes. Okay. And the reason is Cooney was white, so that people will pay for a white heavyweight. Like like Rocky is the, the reason why, you know, prime example of it. So mm-hmm. they create a there was a there was a guy that Damon Wayans lost to as an amateur and he's not boxing anymore, but they're gonna make him come out of retirement to fight Damon Wayans and you know, he's the great white hype. Because he's not actually the great white hope, which was the title of the fight between Larry Holmes and Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we was wilding back then. <laughs> and by back then I mean like you know like seventy nine, eighty one. Not yeah. that yeah. long ago. Yeah, 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 not as long as you think. Not as long as you think. Yeah. But yeah. It's longer than I want to think though. Yeah. <laughs> That's like forty years ago. Yeah. 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 But you know what? I wasn't alive. <laughs> you were. I was. Yeah. <laughs> So. <laughs> Nolan's in his room. Get him, Larry. I don't know if you listened to the episode last week, but we we realized something that hurt, hurt a lot. Oh, about y'all being like in college when the DS came, came out. out? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was a full fledged adult. adult. Yeah. In my, but in, in my in job, minds, I was selling. I was selling kids y'all y'all age that game. No, you weren't. Because <laughs> we were. We were selling uh, kids the DS. You know, yeah, yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> like yeah. when I got ready to leave GameStop is after the 3DS came out. Mm-hmm. I had a 3DS because when I worked at GameStop, most of my money went back to GameStop. Yeah, I was out of GameStop <laughs> before the 3DS, like right as it was about yeah. to come out. I think you you probably left like right after the the light came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two thousand seven. Which, in my opinion, is probably their best handheld they have ever DS made. DS Lite? Yeah. Oh, hey, I give you that. Just just from a, because it still did all the Game Boy stuff, which was yeah. like, they they were wrong for that. Because they, 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 kept, they kept you so used to being able to do it, and then all of a sudden it was just gone. And not only did you lose Game Boy stuff, you lost Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance. We had three generations of Game Boy games that were, well, four at that point because you had DS games on the well, top. When they added the, the 3D and it had to add extra stuff into the systems, yeah. you couldn't really have it in there anymore. I think they should have called well, that thing the 3DS and not had a 3D function. The 3DS, well, the DS and then 
Nintendo never really expected that thing to be successful. Which one, the DS? Yeah. Oh. That that's why they they didn't call it a Game Boy. They were like, oh, this thing's probably not going to work. Probably because they had that sour. Because the so, last thing they made, Virtual Boy, Virtual Boy, put a sour taste in their mouth. Well, because yeah. that was definitely trying to cash in on the Game Boy's uh, name, mm-hmm. and then it didn't. Which, besides the fact that it gave you massive headaches, <laughs> never really gave me headaches. Really, I but, never used one, so I have no idea. Yeah. There was a couple of really cool games on there. The Mario on there wasn't actually bad, but it Mm-mm. didn't take advantage of any like. 3D effects or anything. It was oh. it was the best parts of it was the the regular Mario action, and it was like, oh okay, this is pretty fun. It was actually really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the tennis <laughs> game, that perspective vision actually worked really well. Yeah. Um. The fl- it was what was the fl- it was a flying game. It was a it. it was a yeah. That the that's the other game I'm thinking of. No, I cannot remember the name of it, but that's the other game I'm thinking of that I loved. In that game, the problem was like I could play it for like 30 minutes, and then it would be like like if. The thing was not so much of while I'm playing it, but the moment you stopped playing it, that's when I would be like, all right, I'm not feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that was the bad part of the Virtual Boy. It wasn't actually during the playing. It was the once you come out of it and you're looking around your room and not everything's red. <laughs> you know, <laughs> meds is kicking in. So, uh, yeah. Back to this conversation about DLC. Yeah, we ventured mm-hmm. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> while we, did a good, we did a good, did good ta- tangent, though. It was a good tangent. How, let me ask you all, how do you currently feel about just your overall state before we get deep into the DLC thing? How do you feel about what DLC is and has done for games? <laughs> Purely from a consumer I mean, perspective. From a consumer per- perspective, I don't know. I feel like as a gaming society, we've all gotten to like a point where everybody kind of agrees what DLC is acceptable these days, at mm-hmm. least. Because back in the old horse armor days, clearly there was there was a big gap between what the video game companies thought and what we thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like Zach said earlier, the real issue is games are getting more and more expensive. True. And, but nobody wants to be the first company to charge 100 bucks for a game. Again, because they did. Well, they used to, yeah. And, and, see, and this is this is the crazy. So this this gaming as a whole it, is it's just from a m- amount of money. So Zach's point, games cost way more. Like not just more, they cost way more than they've ever cost to make. Yeah. And like even if you look at like the way budgets have ballooned just over the last ten years, mm-hmm. it is it is insane. It's crazy for like the average game because like there's always been like expensive games. There's always been Metal Gear Solid, Shinmu, and all of those. Well, I but, think the reason they've increased in prices is because people are actually getting paid what they should be paid for some of this creative stuff that's been made. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it's I think, a lot of yeah. It's a it's a lot of everything. Yeah. Just, I think I, I'm I, I'm not upset that games cost more. I think they should cost more than they used to. Just because people are actually getting paid for what they're doing. Well, so like the pricing of games went through a few changes. Yeah. So games were a hundred bucks. Like that was the thing. I get a cartridge would cost you a hundred dollars. You want Mario three, one hundred dollars. Or for most people who have the who had a game, it was this is the game that came with my system. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you'd get you know through a pawn shop or Funko Land or something. Or that was the game that you and your siblings got. You got a game, right? Because you just do renting, yeah, and, and you would. And that's know, what rent, that, rent, renting became a big thing, yeah. And one of the reasons renting 
like uh, rental places went out of business. Yes, part of it was Netflix, but also a lot of it was a lot of this stuff got more affordable. So yeah, that's what, what, exactly. Yeah. So game prices actually, and people don't they they block this out, but game prices because they were young and they didn't know. They, they yeah, that's true. Knew how much games stuff costs. So <laughs> games become way more affordable. Like the PlayStation sixty four days, that's games are extremely affordable. Yeah. The yeah. greatest hits collection. Twenty dollars, twenty bucks for a new game. Like, and those games weren't even out. Like, it wasn't like the game had been out for four years. Now it's twenty bucks. Usually a game a year, be, right? A game will come out for a full year, get its run, make you know. If greatest hits, you had to do like five. Was it five hundred thousand for greatest hits, or was it a million? I don't know. Or they kind of. I don't they, know what the some some games squeaked in. I don't think it was a million because I know a couple of the games. Well, Xeno Gears is the greatest hits game, and it, yeah, it, it and I know it didn't. No, but it got a lot. It got. I'm something. thinking probably around two hundred fifty thousand or something. That like makes that. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But either way, they have this ways for people to like twenty bucks get you a game. Yeah. And then the PS2 stuff starts to come out, and then you start having brand new day of release. Twenty dollar games like the ESPN football game. That's why we don't have two K anymore. Which two K football because Madden was upset. Like, hey, we want you to buy our sixty dollar game, not this twenty dollar game. Well, you know what? Well, the NFL was actually Madden. So Madden was forty at one point. Yeah, then it was compete. Then it was fifty, and then yeah, because Madden Five came out, it was fifty bucks. Two K came out, it was twenty bucks, and everybody still said that. 2K football was better. It was, and it was. Not, it look, and it wasn't even like it was a. It was loads better. It was like no, nah, Madden 05 was a fantastic game for when it came out. It just wasn't better than ESPN football. And then, like Zach said, they was like, "Yo, we can't. They can't beat us. We can't let them win." And they're like, "Hey, NFL, now you're getting X amount from us and X amount from them, and then maybe X amount from like game day, but that's pretty much faded out and all that stuff. How about let's just see what you think." We give you more than that every time we make the game. Like, you guaranteed to get this much. Instead of variable amounts based on how much we sell, and in that way, we only we could become the official game of the NFL. And then they did that deal, and that kills 2K as far as the, the football side of it. And then we get to, like, the PS3, which we were talking earlier about, like, Blu-ray and all that stuff. All this stuff is way more expensive, just like hardware-wise, to the point where Sony's like, we can't even offer the system at less than $600, and we're taking a loss yeah. at $600. Just because nowadays. it had a Blu-ray player in it, yeah. it was automatically a loss at $600. Well, most systems now, even like the one like PS5 and, and the Series X and the PS4, when they came out and the Xbox One, most of those were either at a loss or at a very, very, very yeah, tight yeah. margin. Usually, yeah, if they get it to close to at cost, then they, they pretty much are excited. Yeah. Um, because, well, and they, they know that that's not where they're going to make their money anyways. It's going to be on the software it's the sales. software, yeah. Which is um, why you get a PS4 version of, of all of these PS5 games, because we need them software numbers. Yep. Yep. Shoot, Nintendo's only sold one, one system at a loss. Only one. Was it the and GameCube? that was, no. It was the DS. Really? The the the, the non when that's like first when that the very thing, first DS when, yeah. when the DS the first came out nobody was motherfucker. Yeah, trans. Oh my, yeah. Hey. Nobody was buying it at first, and because it was ugly they, as shit. They dropped the price. <laughs> they dropped the price like like I don't understand that design. Like hundred dollars. They dropped like a hundred a hundred bucks, and they yeah. were like, you know, we gotta we we gotta do something. So they like dropped it a hundred bucks, and then pew, <laughs> thing took off. But that's the only time they've ever <laughs> sold a system at a loss. 
I think if it looked better, if it looked like more like the DS Lite, they probably wouldn't have had an issue. Yeah, well, like the that D- thing was ugly. The DS Lite is definitely a a well like way more refined version of what yeah. they were trying to do. Like everything yeah. about the DS just it just looks like this works. Clunky. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the original DS it just looks like this like you said it's a transformer. I remember cuz Ronnie had one. Actually I think Ronnie and Steven had one. But I know Ronnie had one cuz he had a, he had the blue one. And it was like it's cool. There's a lot of cool things going on with it, but also like it's kind of heavy cuz we were literally going from the SP to the, the DS, and the SP was like one of the I don't, most yeah, perfect. I don't understand why they didn't. So the DS Lite looks a lot like the SP. Like, that feels like a natural progression. It's a little bit uh, wider. has two screens instead of one. Yeah. It's got more buttons. More buttons. So I don't, un- does it have more buttons? Yeah, because it's got the analog yeah. and all of that, and the X, Y, A, B on there instead, instead of just A, B. Yep. Oh, DS, yeah, yeah, because yeah, right, yeah, yeah. the Game Boy Advance only I had, only only had, had A, B, L, R. Yeah. But so... It was, it was just the transformer thing in the middle is just weird. There, there was a, there was a, it was, it was like a, um, it's like the hardware wasn't where they needed it to be as far as like the speaker they wanted to use and all that stuff. Cause like everything, like exactly. That. Cause it's like, oh, we, well, we have to put these speakers in it. It's like, hey, these speakers are big as shit. It's like, yeah, but these are the speakers <laughs> that have to go in it. <laughs> it's like, oh, we need a, we need a, uh, we need a, a rechargeable battery. Battery's kind of bl- kind of bulky, yeah. But if we want the battery life to power the games that we're trying to put on it, this is the battery that we have to use. And then, like by the time the DS Lite, it's like, oh, well, all of this stuff is smaller and better than what we had. It's it, just like every other console that's ever come out when yeah. they make a slim version. Yeah, yeah. It was probably to, like this, <clears throat> that one, the the DS Lite, and the um, the PlayStation Two. No, yeah, the PlayStation Two Slim were like. I end up seeing a lot more of those than the original, like PS2, yeah, and the original DS. Even and, though the PS2, and was objectively, fantastic. the PS, the original PS2 is better than the Slim because it can do more. That, yeah, yeah, that was that was the one thing I hated about the Slim. It had less functionality, and some of the best experiences on the PS2 require you to have a PS original style PS2. It's one of the few consoles that actually downgraded when they went Slim. If you don't consider the uh, backwards compatibility for PS3. Yeah, because when I think of PS3, I think of the slim PS3, but I know what the original one was and what it what it did because the backwards yeah. compatibility thing was. But, again, back to the, the DLC, DLC conversation. Do we keep getting, like... <laughs> the game is such a big rabbit hole, and we all have you know, yeah. some strong feelings. So, for DLC, I, I never answer the questions by feeling towards it. Uh, as a whole, I really have no feelings at all it's more of uh it just depends on what type of dlc it is that's what i have feelings about mm-hmm. uh day one dlc i'm still not a huge fan of it, yeah it could be greasy it, i, I yeah. understand now that i kind of understand how things work i i get it it's probably stuff that they they've been working on since they completed the game mm-hmm. um but still it feels greasy so unless it's free, then it's like okay, that's cool. Well, yeah. well, all right. So like day day one DLC. Let's look at that <clears throat> aspect for a second. Oh, so yeah. when you when we what you were just saying about something they've been working on since the game was finished, and then I think sometimes gaming as a whole, just with any any sort of hobby and and pop culture type thing, the general the people that talk the most are usually not a full representation of everybody, but mm-hmm. they become the de facto POV. Because they're the loudest ones, and this is the one that everybody's like pushing to the forefront. Mm-hmm. So, 
in addition to things that are being worked on when a game is finished, there are also things that were worked on during the development that they had to cut for various reasons. Right. But they want to put it out. Finish, yeah. Exactly. And sometimes people kind of, they <laughs> jump to reactive saying like, oh, no, they purposely chopped things off. That's always the fear. And, and that's and it's, it's legit. Especially when it comes out the same day I get the game and all of a sudden there's this other thing here. Well, why wasn't this just in the game? And so I and, and, and it's and it's a legitimate concern. And think, I think something that the only way that we can really make the, the best decision is companies have to be more transparent and they're not going to be yeah. that transparent because then it makes them look greasy. Right. So we. That's where I think for me as a consumer, I'm always af- afraid of. It's like if your product is good, I'll happily give you money. But don't try to trick me into giving you more money because we we already have committed X amount to you, which we've all deemed as the fair rate for your game. It's the price you're charging right. and the price I'm paying. Just don't don't betray that trust already. And like we just got here. And see, there's a to me, the the to me personally, the worst example of day one DLC where you, where you felt like, okay, you guys are just trying to screw screw me over. It's Mass Effect three. Talk you, about it. You remember what the DLC was for that one? Was the day one the, DLC? Was it the uh the was something with James Vega, right? No. Okay. I don't remember the DLC for that. So they announced it like and okay, so they announced it like a month and a half or so before the game came came out. It was one of the many things that went wrong with the launch of that game. They went ahead and announced, oh, and you know what? Go ahead and pre-order this special edition of the game and you will get an extra character character. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the Prothean. The Prothean. Yes. All right. So what was so bad about it is that the Prothean was clearly so important to the 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 core story of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, clearly he was supposed to be in the game. Yes. It was clear that somebody at EA said, Okay, well let's go ahead and pluck pluck him him out and then we'll just we'll we'll just have everybody pay pay more for him. It's like but but he's like He's like one of the main characters well, of the game. Well, first, first and foremost, even before that, like even even because when you play the game, you clearly see that he's supposed to be a part of your clearly. team. Clearly, yeah. You're talking about, all right. So you're talking about he's talking about uh was it Javik? Yeah. So Javik is the you remember the Prothean? No. Okay. So <laughs> I don't remember. Did a whole you play lot. Mass Effect Three? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I had a terrible memory of small. Did you play Mass Effect that. Three after, way after it came out and everybody was just no? He got day one. Yeah, day one. Yeah, we like, it was a bunch oh, of so, so I mean, so I didn't play Mass Effect One and Two when they came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but for the PS3, because it didn't what wasn't on the PS, yeah, PS PlayStation Mass Effect One, Mass Effect One was Mass Effect Xbox one exclusively. Yeah. yeah. So on the PlayStation, they released uh, a Mass a Effect Two that gave you the that first you the one as a comic, and then you and then made the your choices gear. in that, right? But it, it was like the uh, Legendary Edition, so it has all the de- like the Game of the Year Edition. Yeah, that's okay. what it was. Yeah. So it okay, came out so. several years after Mass Effect Two, and it can't, it got traded in. With all the DLC intact, nobody used the codes. Oh, okay. Because I knew the person that traded in, and I was talking to him about it. So I'm like, you know what? Let me buy. I'm going to buy this, and I'm going to play through it because everybody says how good Mass Effect is. So that's how I played Mass Effect Two, okay. which so, was like a year before Mass Effect Three came out. So it was yeah. very close. So I played pretty much all of them back to back to back. So all right. So what? What's, what's the his thing is? Huh? What's his name? J A V I K. I think. Yep. Yep. So the the thing with Javik was there he is. If you play one. He was in my game, though. I remember this guy. Yeah, yeah. So if you play one, I didn't get the legendary. I got just a regular copy, if I'm not mistaken. Oh no! I'll, I'll, go yeah. go ahead. So the reason why this thing was such a big deal, because like you said, you didn't play the first one. So on the first one, 
one of the big themes that unless you play it, you don't get from the comic is the proteans were this extremely advanced race mm-hmm. that you kept finding traces of, which is how you got the beacon, which is how you see the the, the reapers when you you push Caden out the way. Mm-hmm. Like everything is set up because people like you hear so much about the proteins. They're they're really interwoven into where everything was going on. Mass Effect 2, the collectors have protein DNA in them. That's why they have the same like head same shape. Head shapes, yeah. So it's all this protein stuff, all this protein stuff. And then three comes out, they announced that there's a protein in the game. Well, they well, didn't tell you, yeah, yeah they, they just said he was well, the companion or something like that. Well, they they had a name for the for the DLC, and that's what they yeah. kept talking about. In order to get to such and such. But you see the outline of him, you're like, okay, so that's either a collector that's or a protein. A collector or yeah, or something else. So it's like, could it be a protein? And then like Nolan says, when you play the game, if you don't have Javik, which eventually everybody has Javik because mm-hmm. of what happened. Oh. So they were going to... I played it day one. Did they fix it before day one? You might have got the... Because the, the, you had to buy the more expensive version of the game that also came with the DLC. I don't remember buying the more expensive game, though. But I, I, I might have. Who knows? Because if you just bought the base game... Then Javik was there, but you had to buy him. So that's the thing is you do, you're going to do the content that gets him. He was day one D- DLC. And like hmm. I said, it was, it was clearly though, he's like a major part of the story. But let's remember who was the publisher of this game. EA. Oh, oh I know. Yeah. Trust me. I know. EA has been notorious greasy. Oh, this, oh this is, this, this is, no, this is, this is, this is only is the peak. first thing I have so an example of from EA. Oh, this yeah. This is peak <laughs> EA is the worst company in America, EA. This is during yeah, this, this time. Is, oh, yeah. 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 This is when they got there. This is shortly after they bought the exclusive rights for NFL and pushed 2K out of the way. So I was actually just thinking about when we were talking about it earlier. If... If EA no longer says, "Hey, we're going to do an exclusive deal," I don't even think Two K could come back. Oh no, they've point. already they've already talked about it. So like that's the thing. This is why Two K did the thing with the NBA, is they were like, "Well, we're just going to become the official thing," like they did with Madden, because you can't once you once you're out of that space. Like once somebody becomes the thing, then it's a monopoly, but it's legal because it's a video game, and there are all these video games, right? Yeah. But to your point. Everybody knows now. Like, sure, there'll be this, you know, this groundswell of let's say on the on the good end, a hundred thousand people that would be like, Yeah, two K's making a football. Well, not game. even that. I think financially, like, they would basically have to rebuild the game from scratch. What I know, I know. which would take probably two to three years at least. So so financially I don't even think it would make sense for them to do that. So NBA, so you know how like we said, two K, two K became the face of basketball, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And two K didn't even do an exclusive deal when it actually even mattered with the NBA. They did it, so NBA Live got to yeah, yeah, got yeah. to exist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we remember the they kept NBA, dropping the ball and Jesus NBA buying them and, and Jesus buying them, right? But then they come back with NBA Live, did they? Yeah, they came yeah. back in 2016. NBA Live comes back, mm-hmm. and they came out from 2016 to 2018. And I had Live 2000. I have it Live 2018 in my digital library for the PS4. Guess what? It ain't really a bad game. In fact, it's actually better than 2K18 that year in some areas. They both have like their flaws and everything. But the difference is, 2K is the face of NBA basketball. And, and it, it wasn't even 2K that did that though. It was. EA shooting themselves in the foot time after time. But to your point about it, like even from the not having to build the engine, just from a 
brand recognition standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, that will. That, live, like EA basically realized we can't compete because we. I mean, there's a because there's a generation of people that don't even know what 2K is. Does, doesn't they even, think 2K is just basketball? Just basketball. basketball so yeah. like because of the price of everything, like <clears throat> doing stuff like that is like for for gaming. People knowing what you are and what you do sometimes is just as important as like you making a good game. Was 2K five the last one? Yeah, ESPN 2K five. They remember they did the. So all you gotta think about that. That came out in 20, 2004. So that means. Kids that are 16 years old have no idea what that is. Yep. Shoot, even if they're 18, 20 years old, the last one that came out came out when they were fucking four years old. They they yeah. have no idea what yeah, that is. Like, bro, even if you're like if you're 25 right now, you know that Madden makes flip is, is EA makes Madden football and that 2K makes basketball. Yeah. That's how it works. There there are no other there are no other versions of, and if and if it does come out. It's an off-brand version, and it's not as good, and it's going to be a $15 game. Like, there are so many negative things associated with you trying to make a game in that space. Mm-hmm. But, so. And, it's like I said, it's crazy because 2K, you, they do that with basketball, but it wasn't them that did it. It was EA that actually made 2K the face of basketball. Yeah, no, the NBA basically because they're wanted like, a license thing. For whatever reason, I don't know who made the decision at EA to go away from the name live and go to elite and then retool it from the ground up. It and they kill, it killed that franchise. All right. Well, I guess they didn't retool it from the ground up. No. They just they had some development problems. All right. No. So this is the, the I I want I want to just before we jump back to the DLC thing. NBA Elite is like we talked about EA being extremely greasy. So NBA Elite is a prime example of them being greasy. They said, oh, this has been retooled from the ground up. But at the moment you play that game, everybody said the same, same thing. thing. It's the same game. With which, more flaws. Which which would have been fine if it didn't have even more problems. Yeah. But this is EA forcing the Frostbite engine on everybody. And and these dudes being like, hey, yeah, so the Frostbite engine looks great when I'm pointing guns and shooting at people. I am trying to dribble a live basketball <laughs> with its own physics and then control five people on each team. And all of a sudden, one of my dudes is in the corner doing this because it, it's in, he's in center court doing this because he can't figure out <laughs> the engine is not letting us do Jesus it. Jesus, him. Oh. That uh, was a great dude. I don't think I've ever laughed at something so hard. I've and never from seen a video game bug than that bug. I've never mm. seen a game get taken off shelves. We had the game. Oh in yeah, the they back. shipped it. Yeah, they shipped it to GameStop to sell the game, and before it came out, they recalled it. Like. That was so the first it, time there I was seen physical some, copies of it. Some oh no, they're, they're online for the people. People sell them. People sell copies of NBA Elite. Wow, and it is still. And mm. the worst part about it was so the video came out. EA had a statement. This might end up just being an EA is a terrible company uh, episode, but <laughs> EA put a statement out saying like, yes, it was in the demo. That is not in fact in the live release of the game. We have you know we had many bugs and issues that were reported during the demo of it, which was it was a beta, right? And so they were like, and we have since addressed those issues, plus things you guys didn't even know about because you guys don't know about making games. And the final version you will see won't have any of that. Somebody got a disc version of the NBA Elite, put it in. Two minutes into the game, dude is at the court doing this. It was still in the game. And take it off the shelf. Yeah, just just because because whatever it was, they were like, well, they'll probably have to patch it day one. It wasn't no patch available to fix that. Yeah. Game got removed. I wonder. Do you remember how how long did they they wait to 
release another game because they said like they were going to take like a year off. Oh yeah, yeah. They said yeah, that that was the thing. They were going to take one year, and then they would be back with the next year, and then they would you know be back to doing what you know. But they didn't release one the next year. No, they didn't come back to 2016. Yeah, it'd been a while. Yeah, it was, it was like five. It was like five years, and they technically tried to say when uh, uh, Live 16 came out, they hadn't released a game in like. However long the actual time, physical time was, and they was like, no, nah, but what about NBA League? They were like, no, 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 no. There hasn't been an NBA <laughs> live game, been a live since, game. Since, since 2010 with Dwight Howard. Yeah. Which I thought was like, that was always the funny thing. Like, oh, you you want to <laughs> pretend like this game don't count. <laughs> Pepper's Farm remembers. <laughs> what would so. have been worse, though, is if they let it release and they sold the copies and then just didn't do anything about it. I mean, Yeah. What, I guess it, so at least they was, made the smart decision of pulling it, even though I'm sure that cost them fucking. I'm about to say, that, dude, they. That's what I'm wondering. Is like somebody must have did the math and they figured the taking the loss on not selling a single copy of the game was, versus putting it out and trying to fix it must have been. Yeah, I guess that's that's wild to me. Knowing EA, you would you would assume that story would have been they released that they game. released Anthem. Yeah, let's let you, a game with the cutscene we saw wasn't even the game. It was actually just all pre-rendered, and they lied, and they still oh, end up God, coming out yeah. with a game. Yeah, um, and that's why I get so mad about that. The actual game looks good. Yeah, they didn't need to lie. Yeah, we did. <sighs> with, so, back to DLC. Back to DLC. <laughs> now they are end up right back on EA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, gonna, yeah we are in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> no one's planning on it. Um, there have been things about DLC that even initially people thought were bad that you realize mm-hmm. that are actually better. So going to another company that was at some points as maligned as Capcom, I mean uh, EA, mm-hmm. which is Capcom. Capcom. I, so, and I, I got the history behind this. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. there are things that they've done. Street Fighter Cross Tekken with Pac-Man. That was, well, not, not so much Pac-Man. It was the fact that. Uh, well, like three, no, maybe, maybe, uh, Mega Man three. Well, if you're talking about DLC wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. So who was the ones that were on the disc already? Elena. Yep. Uh, was it Mega? It was old. It was a uh, you know, box art Mega Man. Well, no, he see, he was already in the game in the PS3 ver- version of the game. Ah, uh, he was just in the PS3 version of the game. The there were it was Elena, was it Dudley. Oh, I can't. I, I can't. There was there was three characters. That their models and most of their movesets was already on the disc. Yeah, because the DLC was 45 kilobytes. R- well, to, to be fair, them. the the DLC for that did end up adding one more character and finishing those characters. So they weren't completely finished. But it was the fact that when somebody looked at the disc and saw some names that weren't in the character select and then looked through the info and here's an entire model for a character and here's most of her moveset... Well, Seems like she's just missing a couple of moves and she's in the game. Well, let's see if I can. What else I can find? Out. There's three whole characters on here. Wait a minute. And and that was after you got to know the history of on this DLC, which is a totally yeah, like that was completely out of bounds. Capcom is it was an actual DLC at that point. Exactly, it yeah. was just unlocking things on your disc. So yeah. so okay, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go through the history of yeah, that's fine. specifically this. So. This goes all the way back, uh, for Capcom anyway, it goes all the way back to Street Fighter 4. Okay. For Street Fighter 4, Capcom had never done 
anything like that before. Most a lot of game companies still. This is still back in the three three sixty days. Yeah, two thousand eight. Well, the, the DLC console wise was still kind of a new fangle thing. Yeah. Well, so, Capcom has always released extra games to add stuff to it, right? And that's what they were used With to too. Street Fighter Two Turbo and Championship which Edition, is, which is what was going to be my point about. What's what's actually good about it, even though it was looked at when it initially was announced as as bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when Street Fighter Four came came out, you know it was the return of Street Fighter fighting games back. Woo! One of the things, one of the main things everybody was asking for because folks were starting to get used to DLC adding cool stuff to games and stuff. It's like, well, can we get extra outfits mm-hmm. for the char- characters and stuff? And Capcom was like. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how we're going to do that. You know, everything that's on the disc is on the disc. Oh, well, there's there's, there's this DLC stuff. So, with Street Fighter Four, and then go, going on after that, they started that ca- costumes, and you recall what you had to download back then. Every couple of months, every time they came out with a costume pack, you had to download a compatibility pack or so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. pack or something like that, and that was free. And that was so that everybody who didn't have the DLC could see it. Yep. Yeah. If they played somebody online. Yep. Right. Okay. That's the way it had to go. It got confusing as there was more and more and more and more co- costumes down 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 the line. So when they came out with Street, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, in their heads, they were like, "Okay, we're going to go ahead and put this stuff on the disc." So we don't have to do this compatibility stuff anymore. Because I think by the time Ultra Street Fighter 4 came out, they finally just would realize, okay, look, every every time we up, up, up update the game, we're going to push the deal. We, we're going to push all that stuff on everybody. Yep. So that you're not going through and trying to pick, you know, 14 of the of the 18 compatibility packs because you don't care if you see these costumes, but you want to see these costumes and you don't even know which ones you got. Everybody has the same game. Mm-hmm. We push it all on you. Hey, we're already wor- working on the first DLC characters for for for, the, for this game. Let's make that first download smaller and put what's done on the disc. Put the disc in. Of course, this was also at the time when EA <laughs> started putting on this DLC, and and the most notorious one at the time was a uh, gun, mm-hmm. or was it Army of Two? Army no, of it, two. it was Army, Army of Two. Of two. Yeah. It was Army of Two. So EA was char- was char- charging for these guns yep. that that were DLC. Well, somebody just took 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 the disc and looked on there because they realized that that these you know when 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 you, when you bought the DLC the 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 download was like you know very 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 small. There were keys. Yeah, just unlocking it. And it's like so somebody looked looked at the at the disc and there was like tens of guns already on the disc. Oh yeah, that that they were selling. Whoa! Wait a minute. This is bull crap. Mm-hmm. So EA is going through all that. At the same time, Capcom is trying to make it easier on themselves and everybody by putting stuff on the, the disc so that when those characters were done, all they had to do was push the info on everybody. Everybody would technically have the char- characters, but you had to pay to unlock lock, lock them. So at that point, everybody's trying to find on this DLC, and they're, they're calling everybody out for it. And the next Man. biggest name was Capcom. It was it was a, it, <laughs> and this, I don't think Cap, Capcom. Yes, I don't and, think Capcom's malicious. Exactly, it. I don't think Capcom was that because I knew coming out of Street Fighter Four, they wanted to avoid that mess again. It was the first time ever in the DLC, and now they figured I I know how to do it this time. We'll we'll put whatever we already have on there, so that first DLC will be quick. You you just download a few megs and everything's finished. Oh crap! 
<laughs> that worked out totally not how we expected. Man, if you wanted to, if you wanted <clears> to find <throat> something to hate for pretty much every publisher, and from like 2007 to like 2010, there there was somebody who found something. Yep, like it. That's when, like for me at least, data mining. Like you would hear all these articles about people data mining. Mm-hmm. Data mine this, they data mine that, and yep. now it's it's data. Mine. We found this, and did you know? <laughs> did you know that 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 uh, Dante had a blue coat like to be like Nero, and it was on the disc? Look at Capcom; they're just such jerks. They keep yeah, they keep doing it. Yeah, and I, I, uh, and and it's not even like um, you know, a lot of games, of course, also will have content that was cut. But then they just didn't pull it out of the code mm-hmm. for some reason. Well, and that, when I talked about before about they say, oh, no, they purposely cut it with the intent on selling it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, does that happen? It's probably happened, right? Oh, God, yeah. But every time you see something that has a file name that matches a DLC file name later on, is that what happened? Or did it literally have to get cut because we have to get this game out at a certain time yeah. and we can't finish the the DLC or what became DLC mm-hmm. before we had to push it out? Like, one of my favorite games, especially during that time as far as, like, good DLC, was, like, Borderlands. Like, the first two Borderlands to me... <clears throat> DLC always, you know, helped the game get a little more out of it or, like, bring you back to it after you had stopped playing. And it was a really good system. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like now with Gearbox, I'm not saying they're taking out stuff that that should have been in the original release or, like, yeah, they, they're finishing it and, and not putting it in and just selling this DLC. I don't think they're doing that. But right. I think there are things that should have been in the original release that they're like, that it feels oh, like they held it back because they know you'll pay pay for it. Exactly, that's what it feels like with them. Because it's like you're doing <clears> stuff that was that we already like. I played uh, Tiny Tina's right mm-hmm. now with most Borderland games. Ever since the first Borderlands, I play whatever the soldier turret class is. One, I'm usually playing by myself, right? So my first playthrough, it's like having another person with you as far as like helping you kill stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. And most Borderlands have a certain turret sentinel type of character. Tiny Tina, they don't have one necessarily. They got like some pets and stuff, but I'm like, that's not really the same, but it's fine. First DLC comes out. Oh, yeah, we put this class in that's basically got a turret. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I feel like y'all might have did that on purpose. Yeah, And the DLC isn't like... Not just from a quality standpoint, but from an amount of content type of thing. It was like, oh, yeah, we added a couple other guns and a boss. It's like, all right. But the main thing is, look at this new class. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, y'all starting to get yeah, kind of greasy. And I don't want to bring up EA again. Do it. But uh, this isn't so much DLC, but this gives you, but this will, I think this might give some folks an insight into EA's mindset when it started coming to DLC. Because I don't know if you ever played The Sims. Mm-hmm. You remember the original Sims? Yes. Great game. Comes out. I remember we thought it was going to be the dumbest game in the world. And then we ended I up I mean, it's a great game, so but I, my dude died, it. so it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so the game come, comes out, and they kept adding stuff. They This was back when they were still doing expansions. Yep. So, you know, the Pets expansion, the Nightlife expansion, the Downtown expansions, all this stuff, they kept adding stuff the herbs. to the game. So it's like... Oh, this is, you know, this is cool. Oh, now, now I get to leave my neighborhood. I get to yeah, go out on dates. I yeah. get to have folks back at my house and have sex. Oh, my God. Uh, 
That was a big deal at the time. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> um, and then The Sims Two com- comes out. I know. And you're you're, going. you're you're thinking clearly some of the stuff in the expansions would be in the base game now. Oh yeah. And it's like Street Fighter at that point. I'm ready because there was like eight or nine expansions. I think it was twelve actually for The Sims One. Yeah, it was. It was I'm crazy. ready. Sims Two is going to come out. It looks better and it's going to have expansions. Fine. I should have pets out the gate. I should have the ability to go on dates and you know stuff like like that. The the main the stuff that felt like the main part of the game mm-hmm. out the gate. Not only was none of that expansion stuff in The Sims Two, they took stuff that was in the base game of The Sims One. Out mm-hmm. and made it expansions all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, careers that were in The Sims One, yes, are now part of the uh, the expansions. Two expansions mm-hmm. later for The Sims Two. Oh, I know exactly where you're going. But oh. then, but wait, hey, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Sims Three comes out, yeah, and they're talking about like, oh no, no, we put we put some of that stuff in there. We took a whole bunch of stuff that was in the expansions <laughs> from The Sims Two, and it's not it, in there, it's baby. Not even in and, there. And guess what? You know. You know what's coming. You know what's coming. And you're going to pay for it. And you're going to pay, pay, pay for it. And then The Sims exactly. 4 came out, and they were like, <clears throat> oh, I was done by three. The oh, Sims, Sims 4. Sims is probably one of the greasiest franchises yeah. ever. And again, I think that gives you EA's, I think that game informed how EA did DLC after that. Oh, they, they tried it. Clearly, everything. you give them, not even a base game, you give them, because the original Sims was a was a full fledged yeah. game, and then they added stuff to it. But like I said, they took the base of Sim One and then took stuff off, off of it mm-hmm. and gave you Sims Two, and then put some of the base stuff back back on at some point. No one, but like you said, it wasn't even the first first. It wasn't even the first few expansions of that that game because they knew you wanted to buy it. So buy this stuff first, and then you'll get the stuff that you want to do so, from the first game. <clears throat> to give EA some credit, I don't. I don't think at first, like when they released Sims 2 and even Sims 3 and Sims 4, I don't think Mm -hmm. it was a malicious, like, I don't think they went into it saying, hey, we're going to take these out so we can charge it. I think it's like, we need to get this game out. It's missing these features and we'll just put them in DLCs later, but we need to get this game out this, like at this time, we can't wait another six months for this to come out. I would say up, I can't give them credit for the Sims 4. With oh, that, God, with no. that logic, just because The Sims Four, if you go look at the DLC, the amount of it that The Sims Four has, yeah, it was crazy. And the way they do the DLCs, to where you have to go look up what's in the DLC from someone else to really know which ones which you one, need yeah. and which ones actually, because the pricing and stuff don't even like it don't Mm-mm. correlate at all. Like it's, it seemed almost purposely confusing. Yeah. Like, I had to purchase a lot of Sims 4 content. So I used to have to go in and figure out, I'm like, all right, so what are we trying to do in this? Because they're like, well, I need this one because it does this. And then, I'm, but because I'm, I'm trying to do this and I want to, 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 to see this part of it. I'm like, all right, let me check to see if that's the right one. Then I go look at it and it's like, well, actually, that's not the right one. I know it looked like it when you saw it because they were wearing a certain clothes, but it's not from that pack. Uh-huh. It's actually from this pack over here that gives you that feature and this pack over here that gives you this other part of it. Yeah. So you really were watching two features at once <laughs> interacting. Like it, Sims 4 is probably a... Sims 4 was bad. Yeah, like like it's the, all the DLC is still available because you still have to get it in order to do certain stuff. And it's like thousands of dollars. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's thousands it's, it's, of dollars. It's like, again... 
DLC is kind of becoming an acceptable evil because it stops you from it stops game companies from having to sell games for 100 120 bucks like they actually want to. Yep. But when it gets just just egregious like that cuz I hate the dog pile on EA, but I think we all knew this was going to happen. You remember Star Wars uh Battlefront 2. Mhm. And you remember how that, when it came out, that game had so much goodwill coming out because it was like, okay, look at this. This is everything you wanted in the first game and more. We, we, we put space battles in the game. Graphically, it's, it's amazing. It's got all this stuff in it. And I swear to God, it was like EA just had a knack for a good 15, 20 years where they like, man, this looks like a great game. Hold on a second. I'm going to take a dump on it real quick. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Release that. <laughs> Give them that. That's what they want. They want the dump. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then they they came out with the what did it I forgot what it was called but it was basically a loot loot box yeah it was, it, was, it was a loot box system that they held a lot of cosmetic stuff mm-hmm. mostly but it was stuff that they knew folks wanted but then that one guy came out and did the math because you had to you had to unlock it in tiers yep so the really good stuff was at the top but you couldn't get to the stuff to 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 the top until you had everything underneath underneath it. Yeah, that so was you had to everything in this tier to move up to the next tier. Then you had to get everything in this tier to move up to the next tier. And you could get duplicates. And you could get duplicates exactly. <laughs> so this guy did did the math and he was like if I played the game every day for 8 hours like a job like it was like Darth Vader I think and this is if you didn't want to pay any money. If you didn't right, want to right. buy any extra money cuz you you would you would make money in the game to be able to yeah, yeah, buy yeah. the loot boxes and blah blah blah. It was like it would take like eighty something years. <laughs> yeah, no, he was playing the game every day for eight you hours. To, you had to play in order. So he's like, if you wanted to get a hero, so he said Luke Skywalker is one of the one of the heroes you can get in the first tier. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, Luke Skywalker, it makes yeah. sense. You know, that's a pretty good. You know, first tier hero right there. He said it would have it would have taken you thirty days of playing the game every day. It would take you a month to get Luke Skywalker. Yeah, we were talking about this other day. How, how mo- that game is made beautifully. Like as far as like, one of the prettiest, it yeah. is. It is the best look. First of all, it's the and best it looking plays, Star Wars experience that you can get, and it plays very, very well. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why but, they made Star Wars Squadrons because the space battles in in Battlefront Two were, were so, so good. It's like you don't need it. Oh, well, well, I still think it's I know you, I know you do. <laughs> but it. it was hamstring so heavily by stuff like that. Yep. Oh, like, big, big time. And like I said, when that when that guy came out with with the math, even EA was like, "Oh, they figured it out." <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> they did the math. They they they, they hamstr- do the hamstring that game. Like if it's crazy, if you you look at the game, um, and play it and stuff like that, and how well it's put together, how well it performs, how well it looks graphically as well and then you look at battlefield 2042 it's like what happened <laughs> i don't know well so one of the things i've been starting to think about with franchises like long-standing franchises is because mm-hmm. i had this conversation about pokemon the people who made the games when these games were their best there's a good chance that most of them don't even work there no more. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so just from just just from that standpoint, right? So you had these new people working on this thing that, and it might be a lot of. And it, I mean, there's there's clearly mismanagement on decision making from from companies like EA. Well, to put it in perspective, these development teams think of them more like like football teams from just, year to year. 
there's a lot of changes that a lot go of turnover, on. baby. Yeah, most of them are hired guns. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they're mercenaries. Yeah, yeah. So they like person get the right person X of, of mercenaries might have worked on uh, Blizzard for like two years, but now he's over at Act or not Activision, but uh, Ubisoft, Riot or Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah, all like, those places. They 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 switch jobs. That's probably one of the in like high. I want to say highest turnover. Because it's not like they're getting fired, yeah. right? You do a job, but, you, but yeah, they're you're, you're usually only, they're only going on there job for like job one job, job. Yeah, 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 one yeah. game at a time or something. Yeah. Yeah, unless you get it's hired ha- on for like some sort of persistent game, unless it's a small company, or it's like, usually you don't have people that are there for multiple games. Yeah, like if you were working, like I imagine if you worked on WoW, there's a lot of people who worked on WoW who were there for a while because like who has been there far away from the start. Yeah, because it's what what they do still needs to be done, and they're yeah. good at it. They're already familiar. You just you know you hire them on. But yeah, a lot of these people. But I are, guess you could say technically they've been only working on one game, and that's that's the trade off, right? Yeah. So if we get these games that are like multiple entries, like Battlefield 2042, I think that I'm sure there were a bunch of people in that in that group that were like, yeah, man, we're gonna make the like a Battlefield that's gonna be like Battlefield three and two or Bad Company two, where people are gonna talk about this game for forever. And then there was also people being like. Um, Hey man, we can't get X, Y, and Z to work. And every time I go ask them about this, I ain't really getting the support that I need. And this is gonna be bad. And it's just like eventually all of those little things probably added up. And of course, EA making terrible decisions like let's release let's release a game that's supposed to be like a, a the entry into this series that we know what people like, but we also need to get this money. So yeah. how do we figure out a way to to do both? And it's like well. There's a balance that you can achieve, but it also requires you to probably give up some of what you want as a company. Yeah. And it seems like EA, EA. more so than other AAA publishers, would rather would rather sacrifice your enjoyment for them to make a little bit more. Yep. Versus, I'm sure there are companies who could have put certain things in and would have been like, how does this affect the gameplay loop? How does this affect, you know, feedback from, the, from our customers and community mm-hmm. managers? Yep. And they're like, let's just... Let's not do it. At least not. Maybe we'll try to do it next time. But let's just give them, give them this because yeah. this ain't really worked out. Yep. So most of this podcast, we talked about a lot of negative on DLC. I want to talk a little bit about some of the positives that we've gotten from DLC. Um, one in recent memory is probably Rainbow Six. Oh yeah. Every every it's it's a little, it's not as heavy as it used to be because I mean at some point it had to slow down, mm-hmm. but every. Three months, they released two operators, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to purchase them. You could, you and could, you, and you'd get them instantly, and you could play with them. Uh, but you could also use in-game currency to purchase them. So, Which, and that, that's probably like the best of both worlds. Like you could, you could be that pay-to-win. It's not even pay-to-win; it's just pay-to-use. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you if you feel like for, first and foremost, there's nothing <clears> wrong with giving <throat> companies money after you've given them money, or if it's a free-to-play game and you want to give them money for making a product you enjoy. Yeah. I think if people don't understand what we mean is that, like, if, if you like something, support it. That's the way we get more of what we like. Rainbow Six did a thing that I feel like it's it's not it shouldn't be such a... a, a, a it's a no-brainer. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of companies have done DLC very well. Well, like, if, to that, give EA credit for once, right? Battlefield. Let's talk about some other Battlefield entries. Battlefield 3, for example... Yeah, they had the option. If you wanted to access all of the stuff from that class, you could pay five bucks, 
And this wasn't even when the game originally came out. This was much later this when they later, were getting yeah. new players in there who didn't have all the stuff unlocked. They were like, look, man, you want to skip it? Pay five bucks, you'll get access to all of this stuff, right? But also know, you don't have to do that. Yeah, Just play with everything. the class, yeah. and you'll get all this stuff too. But we know some of you people jumping in want to fast track yourselves. And I know for there were a lot of people like, look at look at them trying to trying to nickel and dime their customers. It's like, you, but you don't have to do it. Yeah, when it's optional, that's a everybody wins. The person who wants to throw money at something instead of playing through it, or you just jumped in late and your boys is already maxed out, and you want to you know you want to use those guns and stuff too. And I think five dollars is very reasonable. It, it, was, it, it was a very reasonable thing. Like it's okay. And if you bought, I think if you bought the season pass that they had at that time, you got you it, you, it, you it, yeah, it gave you all of that stuff too. So either mm-hmm. you can get the season pass, you get all of it, or you can just I only want to do it for the support class. Cool. You can jump in. Um, when we mentioned Capcom earlier, I thought I know people have their feelings about DLC with like characters and fighting games and stuff like that. Yeah. But I really thought, you know, after it's, Super, I think DLC itself has really helped the fighting game. So franchises. If you bought Street Fighter Two for the SNES, and then Street Fighter Two Turbo came out. Yep. And, and you buy wanted, a whole new game, and it's hundred dollars. It was a, it was one hundred dollars for, all you for got those games. Was extra characters and a little balance patch. Did you that back then? Unless you was really into it, you don't know the difference. The Hadouken yeah. comes out the same way. You're not even paying oh, attention to look. Like, you know, <laughs> most people wasn't paying attention to the fact that Ken and Ryu's fireballs are now different, mm-hmm. and that now Ryu has the permanent fire fireball when you do it instead of the. Sometimes I can get it, and sometimes I don't. <laughs> like there, there were things that obviously, if you were into those games, you noticed. But like the regular person is like, I'm just trying to get the newest Street Fighter. Which one is the newest one? Well, with foot with Super, it was like, okay, look, you got Super, you got Arcade Edition. Like you had, you just buy this and you get all. How of many? It. How many Street Fighter twos worth release? Was it three or four? Uh, for depends on what like, kind. Hey, arcade the, or con- console? Console for like Super Nintendo. Okay. Like, so Street Fighter Two, it was Street Fighter Two Turbo, which had both Champion Edition and tur- Turbo in it. Yeah, okay. or Hyper Fighting, technically. Yeah, Hyper Fighting. And then there was Super Street Street, street Fighter Two, and that was the last one for the SNES. No, what? The greatest Street oh, Fighter. Oh well, SNES. Street Fighter Alpha Two. Street Fighter Alpha Two, <laughs> the only SNES game I ever played with load time. <laughs> and you, not like a little load time. It was like go watch the video on load it. time. <laughs> Well, we show it love, and we don't complain about the load times because you need to mentally prepare but for the, the fact, experience that you're about to get. But the fact that that game ran on an SNES, because when the fight started, you were almost shocked. It was like, oh, wow, it actually looks like Street Fighter Alpha 2. Wow, it actually plays like Street Fighter Alpha 2. Okay, I'm waiting five five minutes for, for the next, was it, next match to load. It wasn't five minutes. <laughs> it was, it wasn't it was five, five Mississippis, though. It was, it was five it, it was, real. It was, it, was, it was a load time. It was five real Mississippis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you had that's four. But, that's, that, that's well, just for the, the Street Fighter Two series, series, the three games, yeah, three games. Yeah. yeah, and I remember when Super Street Fighter Two came out, and it was like, wait a minute, they added even more characters, and like now, like the the portraits, are, like now this looks the more, artwork was different. The, it looks yeah. way more closer to the arcade because mm-hmm. by the time you're getting Turbo like readily available for regular people that to to buy it, you know, there's Super Street Fighter Two at the arcade, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, then, but this helped us not have this. Like you think about games like Blaze Blue, for example, or, or Guilty Gear, or yeah. Tekken. Like yeah. you can. Are you see they're releasing another DNF dual character? I saw that this morning. 
So, and this is where sometimes it's a little too late. Yeah, I think they waited. Clearly, they did not expect to do after launch. I, yeah, I don't think they, I had. I don't think they had any intentions of releasing it. I think they just intended to release the game, and that was it. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. but there was such a high demand for more. Because again, I, I think a lot of times in in these cases, like in um, uh, for Grand Blue too. Yes, I think the companies that lets their IP, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Here, Arxis, make us make us a cool fighting game. But in their heads, they're not interested in the fighting game. They're interested in having fighting game players come and play their other game. Yeah. And so I don't think uh, who is it makes Nexon DNF. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They I, were I getting you to play they, DNF. They, they, yeah. They they this was oh, just this, yeah, yeah. This this was just a big advertisement for uh for Dungeon Fighter Online. Yeah. To them, that that's all this was. Meanwhile. The company is making the fighting game, and you know it's like, hey, you know, folks are really liking this game, and we're kind of losing steam here. Uh, well, I don't. The reason why I think I think you're right on that is because they didn't have a DLC plan for the moment it came out, and unfortunately for fighting games now, DLC is probably it's, it's kind of expected. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you want me to play your game uh, as a fighting game player, because you you're selling to the same crowd. There isn't like mm-hmm. like like fighting games. They are casually played, but the people who buy things like DNF online are your co- your your core fighting game fans, and those people expect a game to be released, balance patches, and DLC. And the, uh, a, yeah. a season pass is the standard now for fighting games, yeah. which is kind of wild. Which, yeah, as one of those things again that we just kind of accept it now. Well, it's kind of like it, well, it's almost if you wanted to come out with a game, you look look at Dragon Ball Fighters for example. All the characters they had in that base game is as many characters as you would normally have in a Dragon Ball fighting game of any kind, right? Mm-hmm. Even the 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 anime style over the shoulder was like there was a lot of characters. There's a lot of characters, yeah. But because it became a fighting game more so than a Dragon Ball game, it was like no, 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 no. We have to have more characters coming out. So then they have to do because it was really it says Dragon Ball Fighters. And the the Z was kind of like this is Dragon Ball Z, but some super stuff in there. But it's really a Dragon Ball Z game. But because they they have to pull more in, like what if DNF doesn't have more to give you? Oh, they have they have a lot. I, I know they do. I know they do. Yeah. But yeah. but like what if you you know if you come out with a fighting game, you don't realize you're supposed to have more. Yeah, because the roster wasn't small. I mean, it was small it's compared. Not huge, to, but yeah, it's not. Small, it was. Though. I guess you could say it's small compared to some other fighting games, but yeah. The fighting games that you're comparing to have been established for decades. For a first entry game, it <laughs> for was, a first entry game is it, it? It was more than enough. I think. Yeah. yeah, but they they're you looking at it like plus all the all the different characters were completely, were completely different, different yeah. from each other character. Mm-hmm. Which again, for a fighting game, is tough. Like like the, the the only times I've seen this happen, and this is kind of credit to Arxis, is like most fighting games. The reason why we don't talk about them as much anymore because they came out and they were kind of like something else that already existed. Yeah, and then every once in a while you get like a blade. Especially all the Capcom fighting games that came out back in the nineties. All, all of the well, all, well, all, I mean, all of the Capcoms. I was about to say it's like you you say that as if Capcom made a lot of fighting games. At least at first, obviously they they did. They have Dark Circus. But you're talking about I'm talking about like in the Street Fighter Two era where when, the, all those games uh, were not made well, by Capcom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fighters history and <laughs> world heroes and oh my goodness, Fatal Fury and art of fighting. Yeah, hey, we could be honest about it, right? Hmm. They, you know, you know what they were trying to do. Oh they yeah, trying yeah. to cash in. Okay, of course. But like, yeah. So, so if you break a fighting game and you and you don't have at this point in the game, you have to have 
an idea of what you're going to do with all of this the moment it comes out. Otherwise, it almost makes you look unprepared when you're really trying to be like, no, we're just trying to give you a full game right now. And everybody's looking like, well, you obviously didn't know what to do when you made this. Yeah, you, you don't have 17 other characters ready and like waiting. Ready. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but I thought you guys didn't like that. Well, well, I mean, we you used know, to not like yeah, that like, way. It's like, no, well, I mean, yeah, we, we don't like it, but I mean. You going to do it? Where is it? You going to do it, though? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Give it to me. It's, it's, it's just Give becoming an accepted thing. It's like, we don't like it, but where is it? Exactly. It's, uh, ugh. I mean, and DLC in its in its base for me is, I look forward to it in a positive way every time. Like yeah, yeah. hearing a hearing a game that you played has DLC. Like for, go, giving giving EA credit. I know we're not not really giving EA credit, but giving EA but, credit, yeah. Dragon Age Origins, like the base game of it is fine. It's fantastic. It's great. But it's, what really made it incredible to me was all of the DLC that came with it, was all of this like more in-depth about all the stuff I had heard. Like You had heard something about it in the base game. Then there's a DLC that's all about this thing. Yeah, so, but Origins, to take some of that credit back from EA. I know you're going to do it. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to do it. That game was made by... Bioware. Bioware way before the EA deal. I know. It was made before Mass Effect 1. Yeah, but it has, it has the logo, so, so we have to... So, but yeah. then you see Mass Effect Two, and you go, "Oh, that's the one that's, they made under EA." Yes, it's using the Frostbite engine, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, um, so me personally, I have never purchased DLC for a single player game because when I'm done with that single player game, I'm done with it. I'm not coming back to it. It depends on the well, game. Let me, let me ask you this. Well. It has it has multiplayer. I was gonna say what about Pokemon when it comes out, but I'm like it's got multiplayer aspects. Multiplayer. So, yeah, that's the only I'm, reason why I'm still playing it. Like if I, if if Pokemon had no PvP multiplayer, I w- as soon as we we kill Old Do, yeah, I'm done with the game. That, as soon as you don't actually kill anybody in the no, game, no, no, no. The way, but the way, the way he said, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, when you kill Old Do, that's pretty much it right there. Yeah. Spoiler, <laughs> but no, once you credits credits roll. roll I'm done with the game. There's no reason for me to play it. I feel you. Um, yeah, it depends on the game for so, for, for me. Credit. Yeah. I've I've never. I've actually. It's very few. I can't even think. Usually, Maybe. when you play the game, if there's DLC out for it, and it's like at the a, time I'll like, play it. Yeah, you know, so like if it's like yeah. a game of the year edition. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna run through it. But, but like, like when I play a game day one, it shouldn't have DLC, so I probably won't touch it after. Like, I just that's how I am. I I there's maybe one or two games I've ever replayed. Mm-hmm. And I think it's dead space. And I don't even think I completely finished it when I replayed it. You just kind of jumped in. You want to feel it for a second, yeah. which I, I do. I do that sometimes with games. I'll, I'll but, start it just to be like, ah, I remember this is, this is really fun. And then I, I don't just, know it. I can't, I don't know what it, if it's a mental thing. I just, I don't mental block about it. <laughs> I don't find it fun to play through a game that I've already played. Through. I mean, if I love a game, I play it. Yeah, constantly. I know. You play it multiple like, times. Yeah, it, I, I, well, it's it's a it's a comfort it's just, thing too. Well, it's a, it's just how people approach video games yeah. in general. Because I mean, some games I can't imagine not playing the DLC for. Like, yeah. uh, give us an example. This is the DLC show. Well, like, okay, so I, I know one game that uh that I ended up buying all the DLC for and loved every minute of it was The Witcher Three. Yeah. yeah. Cause I've heard that I I got I got the Hearts of Stone because it was on sale. Now this is way after it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was on sale like Christmas sale or something like that. Whatever year it came out, and because I had already played The Witcher two, three, excuse me, like three times at that point. No, two and a half. 
I played through it all the way, and then I then 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 I stopped, and then I bought Heart, Hearts of Stone. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I could have just jumped right into the DLC, but I had to play through the whole game again. So, play through the whole. We're three. very different people. <laughs> I gotta know what's going on again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're, very, we're, just, we're just very different yeah, people. Yeah, how so, we approach so, games. So I had to play all the way through the Witcher three, and then I get to Hearts of Stone. By the time I finish Hearts of Stone, Blood and Wine is out. I finish Hearts of Stone. I hear some. Not so great things about it, but it's okay. I loved it. I thought, oh, this was amazing. What well, is blood and wine is out. You know what? Let me go ahead and buy buy that buy that one too. So now I got to play through The Witcher Three and Hearts of Stone, and now I'm playing through Blood Blood and Wine. So, so yeah, and uh, and so I can't imagine. To me, The Witcher Three is the whole story isn't told until you play all the way through Blood and Wine, personally. <laughs> um and then and then I did and then I did that whole place place. So wait, do they twice. leave what's your three the end of what's your three like base game, do they leave it at like a a cliffhanger? It depended on which ending you got, kind of. But no, not 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 really cliffhanger because no. the Witcher so it was Three a, was, it was always a complete story. Well the Witcher, yeah, the Witcher Three was always meant to to complete the the series story that sure. the books didn't do. Um so but in my mind, the blood I that means I is don't like the end a, of his story. Right, but I don't. I don't need to play that DLC. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you can get a completely, totally now full game I've never experience. Played, from, I've never from played Witcher, Witcher Three. 3. Mm-hmm. So if I ever picked up Witcher Three, they're like, "I'm gonna finally play this." Yeah. I will probably play all the DLCs. Yeah, you well. That's probably just, the only way you can get the game now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and just, you wouldn't even realize it's DLC because it's, you would just go to a certain it's just part integrated of the map, and all of a sudden, yeah, it, it's yeah. totally integrated. Yeah, they, except for Blood and Wine, you do have to go to a completely different map. Yeah. At that point, but that's just. <clears throat> After I beat your game, I'm probably not going to come back to it unless there's multiplayer aspects yeah. to it. Well, it's just, like, just how I am. And yeah, and I think so multiplayer. If you release DLC after I've completed the game, I pro- I'll never touch it. Yeah, unfortunately. And I think going back to what kind of kind of what we talked about earlier, I think multiplayer is what makes DLC more um, acceptable. Acceptable in in the fact that you 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 feel more. Feel the value of it a little bit more. Well, yeah, but but you also like, especially with fighting games, you feel like okay, so they've already got DLC planned. This is going to be something that's going to be su- supported for. A while. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, they're not just going to leave, not a flash leave, in pan. leave it on the vein on the vine yeah. to die. You know, oh, I'm I'm getting more stuff. I'm getting you yeah. know extra stuff because you know they wouldn't do DLC for it. They they didn't plan to you know at least support the game up through that point. So. And that been, could be kind of a thing. There's too. been DLC for single player games that I felt <clears> like, <throat> like most of the time, I'm I'm really satisfied with single player DLC in most games. But there's been things where DLC has been unnecessary to a degree. Uh-huh. So like Fallout Three is probably one of my oh. uh, easier like Don't remembered aspects with DLC. 3. So yeah, Fallout Three did a lot of weird stuff, but the original version of it, you have to die. Yes. So the original version of it, it made no sense. I know it didn't make no sense, but and that's the main reason I, n- I never played the DLC. I never played Fallout Three again af- after I beat it. I hated that ending so much that I never played anything after it. Oh, is so that it was, the one where you're looking for your father? Yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it's a terrible it's a terrible it's way. So stupid. I never yeah. finished that game. And you didn't miss none. I know exactly when I quit too. What is when you got to some boat? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. When you get ready to find him. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know, for whatever reason it wasn't because yeah, was of right some, there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't because of something in the story. It's just that's just where I just that's where I remember quitting that game. Yeah, I well, never like, came, I I was done playing for that session, and then I just never picked it just up. Never again. Came back to it. Yeah, the D, so like the DLC for all of that I, when I because I ended up playing it, 
because I really I I liked Fallout Three. I hated the ending, and then like the DLC. So this is the thing they did with the DLC fixes the ending. Yeah. So it, so like the Mass Effect was 3. the first one or no? That was second one. The first yeah. one was a uh, Operation. Uh, so we got Liberty. the Mass Effect Three before Mass Effect Three. Oh yeah. Fixed. Oh no. This this. <laughs> oh no 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 no. This is different. Yeah. This this. So What's since, the, you can tell me the ending. I'm never gonna so, go back and play. So you got what he already said. Yeah. You 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 have to so, die at the end. But the end of Fallout Three is to kill yourself. Yeah, so you yes. have. So you have to. You have what to. What do you shut mean? Down. Kill yourself. Like I'm actual so, suicide or sacrifice yourself. Basically, you sacrifice. sacrifice but oh, okay. sacrifice. so you have to go yeah. in and press this button on this thing to stop this radiation. Okay. But it's going to be so much radiation but that the room it's going to be already full of yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So the room's okay. already full. So it's, it's not actual suicide. But, it's but more here's the, the saving. No, no, it's stupid. Let me tell you <laughs> here's, why. Here's the dumb part. You have a mutant. You have a super mutant in your group. There's two different companions. Two different companions. Characters who are immune to radiation. Radiation. And you ask them to go into the thing. It has a dialogue option where you say, hey, hey, could you, you go, go in, in there? there? Yeah, why don't you go in there and just press it? Because literally all I had to do was press the button. Is that my path to walk? This is something this only you can do. Yeah, only you. Why? And capitalized Y-O-U. Only you can do To this day. <laughs> I remember sitting there. I stared at that screen for like 15 minutes. I pressed A like a bunch like, of times. Like I, I, was, I was seething. I was so upset. It's like this is not only just dumb for game-wise. This is the most narratively stupid thing I have ever seen in my life. This is me pressing A trying, to, so trying after, to do it again. After, they, they after 15 a, minutes of staring at the screen, like I can't believe there's Okay, I'm, I'm going to do, do, do this. I'm going to watch the ending, and I'm uninstalling the game. And I never played Fallout 3 again. Never. Me pressing A trying to get him to do it. <laughs> no, nah, but just go in there for your boy. This is something only you can do. This is only oh, you can oh. do. The, the the story writing was bad because they could have made and it. I love Fallout Three up to that point. If they wanted to make it where your character dies at the end of the game, there probably it sounds like there's much better ways. There was much better ways to do it. Make make maybe have a make it a feel like it's actually, where your companions are stuck somewhere else where they couldn't get to you and you had to press the button or the whole world dies or right. something. They could have made it where it made sense where your character sacrifices yourself for the greater good. But my super mutant companion is right there. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a robot. Well, mine was a Super mutant. There, there was also an android. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. there's like multiple ways. Yeah, it's, it's, there was there's, there's there two, was two characters, two, two companion characters who could have easily. The reason why it. I brought the super mutant is because they tell you you go into a place with heavy radiation. I was like, well, come on, Edie, come on, uh, whatever the super mutant's name is, because mm-hmm. one's a robot and one's a, a super mutant. So nobody's gonna be running around with radiation poison. I got the radiation suit on. I'm gonna be fine I'm too. Good. Yep. What you mean I can't? What you mean I gotta go in there? It was, it was, oh. Yeah, that sounds stupid. Why well, put so, the dialogue option in there? So, but the DLC. The DLC. When they, I, I guess they realized their mistake. It's like, hey, so how are we going to make a DLC for a game where the main character's dead? <laughs> oh, not a super mutant go in there. <laughs> I saw that on like Explosion and I was just like, I'm done. No, they, like you could, you, you literally nope. send the super mutant they, in it. Oh, they, they changed just, the They ending. just changed it. Yeah. yeah. And they go, oh, yeah. I guess that would be a good idea. But then, like, an explosion happens. And so then, like, you black out, and then you wake up in the bed, and they're like, yeah, man, we almost lost you. You got a third arm now. <laughs> you get to pay, you get you get a third set of DLC. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Well, as much as I love bashing on EA, mm-hmm. there are some good DLCs out there. We've talked about that. Sure. Um, but we're going to have to bring this to a closing because we're getting – about that time. Yeah, it's that time. Um, 
quick before we leave, though, what have you been playing? Bedtime? Well, <laughs> seeing that I was only able to actually sit up like this since Thursday, uh, I finally got a chance to start playing um, um, Ghost of Tsushima. What's your first time? It's yes, first time playing it. It's good. good run. I am Golly, he's never gonna play Moon Scars. Absolutely or... loving it. <laughs> no, I, I actually, well, you booted. Hopefully, it up? if I hurry up before tech, text time, I'll, I'll, I'm still. It's still. It's still. It's, it's downloaded. This on my machine, but um, but Ghost of Tsushima, I played it for about two hours, and I was Incredible. just like, you know, if I didn't have to go and lay down. I, was, I just want to keep playing it. I yes. was like, this game is just as amazing as everybody said. What you it need was. to do is you get somebody to mount a TV on your ceiling. <laughs> and you just lay in bed and play. Yeah, no. But uh um, never gonna leave, then. <laughs> and then I need to hurry up and finish. I need to hurry up and try to finish uh uh um D-Lit and Wonder whatever. Oh it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's coming off a of game pass on the seventeenth. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so I need to hurry up and finish that too. So. It's a good game. If you people like I, Metroidvania, is, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. It's it's not super. It's long. not long either. Mm-mm. So it's something that you could play. I think it's like eight to ten hours, maybe. Nice. Probably because I which know, is kind of short for a Metroidvania. Actually, I, I don't even think it's that long. I I think it's like I, eight hours. It, it may it may be like six to eight hours. Yeah, I think it's because I'm about hours. four hours into it, and I I finally had to look up a guide because um, I looked at it last night. I looked at Game Pass. And I was like, "What's what's coming off here soon?" Oh crap, it's coming off soon! So I loaded back up the game real real quick to see where I was, and then I looked up a guy, and I was like, "Okay, I'm in, I'm in the last like twenty percent of the game." So I and I and I, yeah, I think like it's like six to eight hours because I remember I beat it pretty much in one night during a lock in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see somebody doing that. Yeah, uh, but it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, and it's actually a good introduction if you're not completely familiar with Metroidvanias. I think it's a good introduction game for Metroidvanias. Yeah, it's 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 very much like a Symphony of the Night. It's a lot like Symphony. Even to her animation, which kind of gets me sometimes because she even has mm-hmm. this the, animation. The sliding out card. Yeah. yeah. She has the back dash and she has the actual fist doing like this. It's like, okay, there's... Okay, anyway. Maybe a little homage, you know. Yeah, there's homage, and then there's like, okay, really? No, 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 no. Keep going. Do more. So what have you been playing? Uh, I tried out Marvel uh, Midnight Suns. I'll, I'll play more of that and kind of give my thoughts on it. Play some Soccer Story. That was pretty cool. It's not as um, that's on Game Pass. Uh, yep, it's on Game Pass. wasn't as as uh, dynamic as Dodgeball Academia. Uh, it's a little more basic. Okay, it's but like it's, that. Yeah, it's 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 not as not as colorful. It's it's more um, it's more of an RPG with a soccer background to it. Um, it's kind of like golf was a was yeah yeah a yeah, yeah golf store yeah it's kind of like that. I think oh, golf, okay. I think golf store might might even be more more I don't want to say better but like it it does more with 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 its uh setting to it but it wasn't mm-hmm. bad at all uh it was pretty cool it's just I I told Zach I played uh, we we played a lot of the I know I did more so than Zach did but the Captain Subasa for the PS4 and the Switch and all of that mm-hmm. that soccer was so good. Like just the way you could do moves and the controls and the, and the passing and all that stuff to where like this one is a little more basic and I'm like, I'm I got spoiled, yeah. but you know that's pretty cool. And then just playing playing more Pokemon, got to start leveling up my team for for uh, my one one jaunt into competitive. So Zach's already way ahead of everybody. I'm I'm gonna get in there. Yeah, because that's all I've been playing is Pokemon. Yeah, I've deep dived into it. The competitive scene to me so. I know in past Pokemon's building your teams were was really tedious. Yeah, 
uh, and they've kind of streamlined it now. And actually, I actually, I enjoy building the teams now, like a lot. Nice, like almost as much as competing. I enjoy building the teams. I mean, it's fun when you when you can call you can fill out the whole Pokedex, and now you got your yeah, you I, got yeah, your pick I, of the litter. Now you can just I do. I finished my Pokedex yesterday. Have four hundred out of four hundred. Um. But yeah, just building them and and learning how to get them the way that you want. I don't. Know, I I find it fascinating because there's there's farming involved, but it's like they made it where it's not too much farming. It's just enough to kind of itch it, and then you're moving on to the next thing. So it's. I, I think they did a they graphic and performance issues aside is probably the best Pokemon game ever made. Yeah, it's up there, man. It's. It's clearly up there the moment you really get into it. Once you get out the first like area and they really like you do the the first part of being in the dorm and you really get to explore, like yeah, yeah it's just like it, I've put over a hundred hours and now I don't I know the performance and the graphic issues are there, but I don't even see it anymore. Yeah. I, I've gotten so used to it that it just it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> you just fiddling in with your brain. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh that's gonna be an episode for us this week. Um if you have any comments or suggestions we kind of have the next couple of weeks planned out. We're gonna next week. We're gonna talk about the VGAs because mm-hmm. uh, it comes on this Thursday. This Thursday, oh, yeah. so we'll recap it next Monday, and then the following Monday we'll have our awards, our Larry Two Nasty Awards, uh, and this will be Nolan's first time at it, so it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, but make sure you check out our YouTube. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on the videos, and finger blast that bell icon so you can get notifications when new episodes come out. Yeah. Peace. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Crossover combination finished. Has no one watched Mission Impossible? No, that's what it is. Yeah, where they test the the sound thing before they go down. Yeah, I always do that. I always do that with a mic check, and everybody's like, what? It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. One, two, three, toast. It was to test the sound. Yeah. When he was in the room and he yep. couldn't get any louder than a certain level before the alarm would go off. Yeah. And he catches sweat. So he was oh, like, my goodness. Yes. To catch the sweat. Hey. Yeah, that, that movie still holds up. I watched it not too long ago. Yeah. And the second one's still horrible. Yes. It, it we are talking is. about they was fighting with motorcycles. <laughs> I still hadn't seen anyone after that one. I, I would they're, hear they're all amazing. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they dropped the ball in the second one, and they're like, all right, all right, yeah. all right, let's fix this. What I, what I think the second one, because I – so I saw the second one in theaters. Oh, I did, oh, I did too. Um, and I That's just, what made it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about it was when the dude did the crack shoot. Me and my, my brother, we we both yelled out crack, crack shoot when he did it. When he did what? The the front flip. He did the little the kick. Ter- your Terry Bogard, the yeah. front flip kick. Oh. He, did, he did a kick. We were both like, crack shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and everybody looking at us like, what the hell? <laughs> Should have said, are you okay? <laughs> that that didn't exist yet. That didn't happen until uh, Garo Mar- Marco the Wolves. Why does he say that? I know the story. All right. Uh, the dude, SNK guy was at E3 in L.A., when he was he was over in America at uh for for E three mm-hmm. he went to uh I don't I don't know I don't remember if it was Disneyland or not but it was some theme park while while he was in town mm-hmm. and he went on a, a, a 
roller co- coaster ride. And there was a kid behind him. Um, they they do the ride. Apparently, he had some kind of look on his face or something. And the kid, when he got off, walked walked up to him and grabbed his hand and asked him, are you okay? And he just thought that was just the weirdest thing. So it, 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 that just stuck in his head. And when he went back to Japan, he was making the game. This is the actual story. When he went back to Japan, he that, that, that was on his brain. And when he came up with the buff Buster Wolf, it's like, huh, he should ask, are you okay? And... Cause you know the That's fight. Where are you okay? Buster Wolf comes from. <laughs> so, the first time I'm playing a King of Fighters, where he says it, I can't remember which one, but like this is like, well, it had to be Garo because it didn't exist before that. No, I'm saying this is like after all. This is later. This okay. is yeah. This okay. is much later where it's like this is what he says now. Uh huh. And so. We aren't like into a lot of the FGC stuff, or even like the just like stories and the, like the stuff that you like you're saying right now. Like we mm-hmm. we didn't even know that like you could find that information. We just assumed like it I was all. To see an interview with some somebody asked him. Gotcha. I think he was doing an AMA on Twitter or something. Ah, makes sense. Story. <laughs> but like it's like yeah, where the hell did you get that from? So when you first hear, so I, I always think about fighting game moves. Like when I first heard Street Fighter stuff, uh-huh. and it was like everybody had before you could before we knew that it was like what it said in the book was actually what they were saying. Oh, before we even knew they were speaking J- Japanese. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> sure, you can. Yeah. The R you could. Yep. <laughs> so like when when I hear Terry go, "Are you okay?" It's like okay, he's probably saying something else because there's no way he's actually saying. <laughs> so you thought he was saying actually something? Yeah, because I'm like, I just don't know what he's saying. But like the yeah. joke is like everybody's saying, "Are you okay?" But then uh-huh. when you find out, like, no, he's really he's saying. Really saying, "Are you okay?" Yeah, then it was like, oh, this is wild. <laughs> and I and it, for me, it was funny because I'm thinking like, okay, he he checks on you before he gives you the business. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And then you know you had all the memes where people would be like, like you wouldn't even think it was a, it was a, it was a, a King of Fighters or Terry Bogard joke, mm-hmm. and it would just, or it would be like a strip where he's just like saying like, "Are you okay?" And you're thinking like, "Oh, they're trying to make fun of the thing because he does the Buster Wolf," and the person will be like, "Yeah," or like, "No," and he'll still Buster Wolf him. <laughs> Somebody looks sad, and he's like, "Hey, man, are you okay?" And they're like, "Huh, Buster Wolf." <laughs> 